This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I am Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? I'm hungry. Yeah, I know you're hungry. I'm very Jeez. hungry. You've been... You've been uh, uh, traipsing around the uh, the headgum office here, eating uh, any morsels you can find. Yeah, there's some gingerbread cookies. Yeah, how many of those do you have? Five. Okay. They're minis. Yeah. Um, they have some sweet potato. Ginger boys. Hmm. Ginger boys. Gingerbread boys. No, they're uh, small gingerbread men. Well, if they're small, then they're boys or babies. Hmm. Ginger babies. Yeah, could have been little gingerbread babies. Um, and then there were some sweet potato tortilla chips. Yeah. I wanted to get a real meal, but Tom, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you're on some sort of a time crunch right now. I have now. to get home to walk my dog. Yeah, no, but you told me earlier. Uh, uh, <clears throat> because if I told you I was on a schedule, you would have been like, well, oh, you have a schedule. Does your dog have a calendar? I think you're confusing me with you. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, I'm doing this uh, episode under protest. <laughs> like most. <laughs> because, and it's unfortunate, Tom. <laughs> Why is it unfortunate? Because uh, Merry Christmas. It's the Christmas uh, episode. Uh-huh. I'm in the Christmas spirit. This episode drops uh, late Christmas Eve. Yeah. People are waking up right now. Unwrapping their podcasts. Yeah, they're about. They're like, oh, Santa Claus came. He brought a sack of toys for all the boys and all the girls. Mm-hmm. And but first, we need to listen <laughs> to uh, the complete guide to everything. Is which is what I do every Monday morning. Yeah, usually it's the children insisting. Right. They're like, no, 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 mom and dad, mummy and mummy and, and daddy. Yeah. we have to listen to the the podcast before we open our our presents. I wish uh, our listeners were exclusively aristocrats. <laughs> uh, me too. That would probably bode better for us. We'd be invited into high society. Yeah. And then like, we could be like, hey, uh, Grey Poupon, why don't you advertise on our show? Yeah. And they'd be like, you know what? You got, you, you've made it. You're now classy enough that we'd love to. You're thinkfluencers in the, uh, in the... In the mustard world. In the, mu- in the mustard world. <laughs> Not the monsters <laughs> world, Tim. Yeah, um, that, that's just, uh, that's still just a dream of yours. So happy holidays to everybody. I'm sorry that uh, it has to be this way, that I'm so very hungry. <laughs> well, that, that doesn't matter to other people. Yeah, it you does. You have to apologize to everybody else no, that you're hungry. Because I'm cranky. Yeah, well, you're always cranky. Yeah, but this is this is a whole Next other level. level. Cranky. Yeah. yeah, and you had such a specific meal request. What do you mean? You were like, uh, is there a place I can get a vegetarian banh mi? Well, I don't eat meat, Tom. Yeah, I know that, but like, and I wanted a banh mi. But if you're so hungry, you think you'd you'd be like, you know, is there anything nearby? We're in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. There's everything nearby. This is why I knew, and and I asked, mm-hmm. is there a veggie banh mi around here? And uh, Marika, a great woman, <laughs> uh, said, uh, yeah, uh, a couple blocks from here. Here's the name of it. Yeah. So like. Was I wrong to request such a specific thing if there was one so readily available? Uh, no, I guess not, Tim. You know, you won me over. You know, you're, you're <laughs> criticizing <laughs> well, me. Well, uh, hey, I said you won me over. You don't have to. 
Uh, I mean, keep being mad at me. You're keeping me from nourishing Uh, myself. (laughs) Um, Nourishing yourself. I can. I. I. I might pass out during. Who knows? If you pass out, I'll pour some soylent down your throat and and, wake you back up like Popeye. And it's Christmas morning, and these people shouldn't have to deal with this. Yeah, for the listener, Tom. Yeah. Why don't you think about the listener for one time? That's in your all life? I think about, Tim. That's why I'm I'm sitting here recording instead of eating a uh, uh, bon me. Yeah, well, it kills me that we're fighting on Christmas. Well, I'll tell Just you, know that. I'll tell you what, Tim. After the show is done, bon me's on me's. No, because you're on a time crunch. No, I'll give you like a few bucks. Send you on your way. Will you pay me? How much do you think a bond me is? Eight bucks? Eight bucks? Yeah, I'm not will, buying it. Williamsburg oh, bond me, my friend. Oh, I take it back. I, I thought it'd be $3. No. Uh, no, nah, I'm not even going to give you the $3 because you might spend it on something else. Please, sir. It's Christmas. <laughs> it's not Christmas for us yet. Think of and the I listener. I don't want you. I give you $3 and you're like, oh, thanks. I'll, I'll go get dinner with this. And then you come back a little while later, mouth full of bubble gum, mm-hmm. and you know I know where the money went. Yeah, for the bubble gum. <laughs> right, and then you'll be chewing the bubble gum, still hungry. Yeah, blowing bubbles right in your face. Uh, Three dollars worth of bubble gum. It might be too much. You might not be able to to get enough out of the way to blow. Yeah, a bubble. you could you could get like uh, like uh, a football field length uh, <laughs> bubble tape. I don't think so. I think maybe you could get two bubble tapes. I don't think you could even do that. Yeah, but how much is how big is a bubble tape? Like a hundred and fifty no, feet? No, it's six feet. Yeah. I think it's about six feet. Maybe not even. I might be confusing it with uh, fruit by the foot. Oh, fruit by the foot is only three. I don't feet. think they use. The you same. can't have six feet of fruit by the foot. These pe- these kids would be bouncing <laughs> off the walls. I think it, I think bubble tape is six feet. Yes, yeah, six, six feet, feet of bubble, bubble gum. We got bubble gum for you, you not, not them. Me. Not them, your parents and your teachers. Okay. This is a an uh, uh, an ad campaign for a bubblegum that I don't think exists anymore that aired in 1988. I remember they had... Uh, uh, We're millennial thinkfluencers, Tom. Grape bubble tape. That was great. They uh, should have called that bubble grape. No, every time I, I had it, I said, but this should be called bubble great. It's so great. Oh, wow. Yeah. It should have, it's, that's a product that could have a number of different names. <laughs> yep. I sent them a bunch of letters, and they never got back to me. Here's They're the other thing. They're probably still thinking it over. So I'm mad because you're like, oh, you know, uh, you, I'm not, you're not allowed to eat, and uh-huh. then you're mocking me for wanting to eat. <laughs> I'm just saying beggars can't be choosers, and you were just, you know, you had such a specific request. You walked into this place, Tom. Uh-huh. Can I, can I say something? No. There was a boy one time, <laughs> a friend of mine when I was a, a youngster. Uh-huh. Uh, you were friends with him too. When we were about like five or six, we were playing uh, in, uh, in the road. You know, like uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's dangerous. It's different times, Tom. Yeah, but, but this was before cars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had to dodge some horses once in a while, right. but you know, uh, they were all tamed horses. Um, <laughs> we were like roller skating or something in the okay. street. And this like five or six year old uh, poops his pants. <laughs> all right. Right. Uh-huh. And like all of a sudden it was just like, well, he's gone. Like he went down the street uh, to his. You guys uh, didn't know that he had pooped his pants. Yeah. Out. And he was just gone. Right. And we we're like, what happened to him? Yeah. Uh, what happened to Jeff? Yeah. Uh, and it's like, I don't know. He must have just gone home. He must have pooped his pants and gone home. Yeah. 
And then we didn't. We suspected maybe we were only five or six, so we didn't. You know, you yeah. didn't have it all figured out yet. You didn't know that when somebody leaves without saying goodbye, usually that means they've uh, soiled themselves. Yeah. Um, so he, a uh, half hour later, mm-hmm. who comes, uh, you know, strutting back uh, to the street in his, his roller skates and a brand new pair of pants. Brand like, new. Like bright white. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, he was like, uh, and like he had the biggest smile on his face. <laughs> Just like, hey, guess who's back in town and yeah. ready to roll well, his he thought, he thought he got away with it. Right. So the smile that was on Jeff's face uh, when he walked down the street mm-hmm. uh, is uh, was the exact smile I saw on your face <laughs> when you walked into a room of adults uh-huh. uh, with a salted caramel Pepsi Cola. Yeah. You were acting like, hey, everybody. There's a new sheriff in town. Yeah. Hey, check out Tommy and his new pants. There's not shit in these <laughs> pants anymore. What are you implying? That I bought that uh, salted caramel Pepsi to cover up for shitting my pants? No, I just, you were so excited and you yeah. were proud of yourself for having it. And uh-huh. it was like unearned pride. Like all Jeff did was uh, poop his pants <laughs> and his mom uh, got him clean pants. Right. Probably cleaned them up and sent them back out there. And he acted like. Welp, I'm the freaking mayor. Like, mm-hmm. I should be greeted like a hero when I get back there. You bought a salted caramel Pepsi. Yeah. You walk into the room like, there's a bunch of people here, right? Mm-hmm. You show up 15, 20 minutes late. <laughs> was it that late? And uh, you, you expect everybody to, like, go gaga over your salted caramel Pepsi. Well, I and mean, there's there all was, you talked about for, there like, was two a, hours. There, to be fair, though, there was a little bit of applause. When I first uh, took it out of the bag. That, that had nothing to do with you, Tom. I don't know. It seemed like it was directed towards me. That was just uh, natural applause. <laughs> oh, yeah, just spontaneous There was a applause. lull in the conversation, and, and there was a round of applause. to. Just it always kinda... helps to fill in a conversation. Yeah. You that know? would be uh, great at a dinner party, huh? <laughs> do you ever go to dinner parties, Tom? No, I don't think I've really ever been to a dinner party. I've been to a couple. I did not care for them. Now, what do you do? You have dinner and then you party? <laughs> no. You see, this is this you have is dinner, the then you get wrecked, you get no, hammered. The dinner is the party. What? Yeah. No, dinner's dinner. S- yeah, exactly. It's stupid. <laughs> yeah. You can't mingle while you're eating dinner. No. Uh, switch seats with me. I want to mingle. The other thing, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like uh, parties. No. No. Parties are fun, man. No, I Tom, <laughs> I've been to parties with you. Yeah. I've, I go to exclusively parties. Like where, where? I don't know. Uh, the only parties I go to are ones that you go to. Yeah. Um. And you probably don't recognize me a lot of times because I have a lampshade on my head. <laughs> you, uh, you are the original party animal. Though. I like to embrace party culture. Um, but I don't know. At the parties I go to, I just stand and talk with the same four or five people. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> and then like have awkward 15-second uh, conversations with people who I see at these parties all the time and go, Hi, how are you? Yeah. You should okay. get drunker. Then it doesn't make it awkward. Then, mm-hmm. you, then you can air your grievances yeah. against them. Um, so Tom, or uh, maybe the next time you go to a party, Tim, think about picking up uh, a couple of salted caramel Pepsis on the way and you can make some new friends at the party. See, this is the thing. Here's why I'm mad at you. I Uh think you thought that was more of a conversation piece than it actually was. You were like, everybody's going to want to talk to (laughs) me I don't know. I was doing a lot of talking about it. Yeah, you were doing a lot of talking and everybody was just like... (laughs) <laughs> All right, dude. Cool. Yeah, and I yeah. was doing a tasting and Sounds telling everybody very... what I thought. Yeah, how it tasted. Everybody seemed pretty interested. You were like, "It tastes like Pepsi." 
but also it tastes like salted caramel. Yeah, I that don't was know your how review. They do it. Yeah, because if I can be honest with you, Tim, I was a little worried that it would just taste like um, like uh, if you put salted caramels in water and yeah. then you drank the water. Well, why would they? I mean, Pepsi has an endless supply of Pepsi that they could put the salted caramels in. Yeah. Uh, well, and do you think Pepsi was like, let's uh, roll out a new Pepsi flavor? But get this, we won't use any Pepsi in it. Sometimes they do stuff like that. I've had Pepsi's, like uh, special Pepsi's, where uh, it's a special flavor, and you're like, well, this just tastes like the flavor. This doesn't taste like Pepsi at all. Uh, as I was telling the group earlier, the the hot cinnamon one. They're singing deck the halls. This doesn't taste like Pepsi at all. What is that song about? Huh? Huh? I'm singing Christmas songs. That's not a Christmas song. What is yeah. that song? Uh, baby, please come home. Oh, that one. Yeah. That's not like a carol, though. Come. It's on the book. <sighs> book of book? The book of carols. Carol's Book of Carols. Wow. That's the, you know, like Coastal. Farmer's Almanac, Old Man's Farmer's Almanac. <clears throat> what is it called? Old Farmer's Almanac? Uh, farmer's Old Man <laughs> Maniac. <laughs> Uh, very similarly, there's Carol's Book of Carols that has all the official uh, Christmas carols. Wow, Tom. Should we sing some Christmas carols? Boy, I'd love to. Ah, pooped my pants. <laughs> Tim, uh, enough of this nonsense. There's Silence some. There's night. some serious stuff going on. This might be our last Holy Christmas. Holy night, all is calm, all is bright. Your your mother and child. Holy infant so tender and mild. Beautiful. It's a nice harmony to end on. Anyway, did it. Tim. It's Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas. Hey, and happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy uh, Kwanzaa. Yeah. Happy, uh, I don't know any other holidays. Uh, I don't know if Ramadan's right now. Yeah, but if it is, hey. There uh Toyotathon's going on. The Honda Days. Yeah. You're a Toyotathon family? <laughs> yeah. yeah well, I was brought family. up traditional. Yeah. <laughs> um uh but Tim, look, uh, nobody's going to be celebrating Christmas soon if 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 they're if, celebrating it right now. <laughs> well, they'll be celebrating. You know what they're doing? They're listening to us and they're rocking around the, the Christmas, Christmas tree at the, the happy holidays. holidays. What? <laughs> Yeah, no, we got it. <laughs> um, uh, the reason that I, this might be the last Christmas ever, Tim, the old gray lady, the paper of record. The Statue of Liberty? No, that's the old green lady. Uh, uh, she's not that old. She's pretty old. She's up there. I mean, the statue of her is <laughs> But old. the woman's not? <laughs> the woman, it portrays what? like a, Liberty, Lady Liberty. Yeah, like a foxy 25-year-old. Uh, Would you say the Statue of Liberty is foxy? You know what? When I was a kid, I think I had a crush on the Statue of really? Liberty. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that, but I don't know. She she seems like a, a nice woman. She has that. She has she an has innate that, sense of justice. Yeah, she has that poem. 
mm-hmm. about uh, muddled m- masses or something. Huddled masses. <laughs> she has a recipe. It involves muddling <laughs> something. <laughs> it's a drink recipe. It's a cocktail recipe yeah. on her plaque there. Uh, Tim. I'd like to learn more about the lady behind Lady Liberty. All right. Then open up a book. I no, I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> um, but listen. Uh, the, the New York Times. The New York Times. And Hot 97. <laughs> and Hot 97? Well, they together uh, sponsor Movie Phone. Oh, okay. Um, they did this big report, front page, front page news. Of uh, the newspaper. Of the newspaper, okay. the Sunday newspaper. Well, nobody reads the Sunday paper. People read the Sunday paper, Tim. Some people, that's all they read. They think, well, finally some time to get the news in uh, before the work week starts and, mm-hmm. and more news comes out. Um, yeah, people like you who are uh, frequently in, a, in the midst of a time crunch are <laughs> yeah. like, I don't have time I don't have to the read time. the news I'm on a all tight the time. schedule. Yeah. Uh, uh, I have to read the news but one day a week and not allow my friends to eat dinner. So the New York Times understands this, and mm-hmm. that's why they saved this big story for Sunday. Let me tell you what the, the headline is. Let me give you the headline. Okay. Uh, glowing auras and black money. The Pentagon's mysterious UFO program. Okay, glowing auras? Glowing auras, man. Not on people, not like uh, hippy-dippy... Uh, yeah, no, baloney. this is hippie stuff. This no, is cool. this is alien stuff. This is like uh, Air Force aliens, not Air Force aliens, although we'll get to that. Uh, um, Tom, am I going to be so <laughs> bored? Can you please, like, I don't know, try to keep things uh, fun? <laughs> How much more fun do you want it to be, Tim? We're talking about, l- let me tell you what, what this article is actually talking okay, about. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know what I didn't do? What RTFA? Read the fucking manual article. article. Yeah. Come on, man. You don't know. First of all, you're cussing on my show. <laughs> you did it too. It's not your show. The six hundred billion dollar annual Defense Department budgets in there. There is twenty two million dollars spent on. Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, AATIP. Oh, uh, the AA tip? Yeah, AA tip. Yeah, I'm on that AA tip. <laughs> it sounds like you're stuttering and just saying A tip. AA tip. That's what um, I say when I go there. So, you know, think about that name Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. Tom, I hate to take the wind out of your sails. Uh huh. And I hate to end a topic so early. This will be our <laughs> shortest episode ever, um, unless we round it out by singing some Christmas carols. Um, but uh, $22 million mm-hmm. is like an hour of the Pentagon's budget. Like, they spend that much like uh, polishing uh, the missiles uh, one day. Like it's 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 nothing. I know. This is well, not I serious. said it's a six hundred billion dollar uh, program. Yeah, twenty two million dollars can't buy the Pentagon jack squat. Well, Tim, if you read the effing article, you would know that uh, one of the reasons why this guy, a uh, former military official, uh, Luis Elizondo, um, was he related to Hector Elizondo? I don't think so. Um, he was uh, worked at the Pentagon 
and he's kind of being a whistleblower right now because his thing is uh, he's saying like, yeah, it's a real thing. Obviously, if there's twenty two million dollars going to it, but there should be a lot more money going to it because, boy, howdy, are we're we're in trouble with aliens. So he's saying that. It's underfunded, or yeah. that they're secretly funding it that with it, more money. Uh, a little of both, uh, <laughs> but but he's mostly saying it's underfunded, and that uh, this is the kind of thing that a lot of people know about within the Pentagon. Mm-hmm. But they're not worried about it, so we should no. They're be cool. very worried about it, Tim. It's an advanced aerospace threat. Think about all those words. Advanced. That's uh, like. Like a regular aerospace threat would be like a, a a bird that's real angry, right? Oh uh, yeah, no, I've had a lot of problems with angry birds. Yeah, uh, it's knocking down my structures. <laughs> they this is advanced. This is beyond birds. Uh, so what are we talking? Uh, birds? No, no, Tim. Beyond like, birds? No, like uh, geese. I guess but geese, geese are is birds. a bird. Yeah. A s- squirrel? A flying squirrel? No, that's not a... We learned about those flying snakes last week, yeah, Tom. Gee, God, don't remind me. Yeah, that's an AA tip yeah. right there. Oh, man. I'm yeah. sure that's that's probably where all the money's going to. That's why they don't have any more money to look into UFOs. They're so yeah. busy tracking flying snakes all over the place. Um, but they also, the New York Times got this uh, footage from, like, uh, I think the Navy or the Air Force? Navy. Uh, an encounter between a Navy FA-18 Super Hornet. What is this, in the sea? Why is the uh, Navy involved? Uh, it was over the sea, yeah. Yeah, but uh, was it in the sea? Because that's where the Navy is. <laughs> the Navy also They're has They're on ships, planes. Tom. And sometimes they fly the planes over the water, and that's and they still consider the Navy. What? Really? That. Yeah. Mm. I think the plane has to take off from a ship. Plane taking off from a ship. Now yeah. I've heard everything. Well, not like a little ship like you're thinking of. You're th- you probably think of like a tugboat. Yeah, I'm thinking of it. It's exactly what I'm talking. No, no, no. Yeah. They have like aircraft carriers. They're mm. gigantic. Can we really consider that a boat? <laughs> what do you think a boat is? <sighs> like a tugboat. <laughs> <laughs> all right, your logic all checks out. Um, but they got this uh, video footage. From like uh, the uh, the uh, what do you the cockpit the cockpit camera mm-hmm. of uh, this UFO and you can hear and when I say UFO by the way I'm talking an unidentified flying object. Thank I'm, you for clarifying. <laughs> what I'm clarifying is I'm not saying necessarily a flying saucer. I'm not necessarily saying little green men. This could be a hostile foreign power that has some technology that we don't understand. You mean green kids, right? Green kids. Yeah. What do you mean? Because it's not a little green man. Oh right. Yeah. A little man is a kid. Well, then I would just a little, say a little a, green boys. A, a, green well, boys. I wouldn't say little. I would just say a green boy. Yeah. Um. Ah, those. Uh. Better watch out. Uh, these green boys are attacking. I'm so hungry right now, Tom. <laughs> well, the the that's. You're going to be hungry when the aliens come and uh, take away all our food. Is that what they are they planning might. to do? Who knows? What, what, why else do you think they would be here? I'm to find out what we're all about. You wouldn't believe how fast this ship goes. Well, I'll show you the video and then, you know, believe it or not. That's well, you don't it know is. it's a ship. Uh, that's true. But it sure looks like a ship. 
And the fascinating thing about the video is that you can hear the pilots talking to each other, and they're all like, what? What the heck? What in tarnation? A couple of uh, befuddled uh, Navy men. Yeah, but they're genuinely confused about what this thing is. And then at one usually point... Usually they're like, man, I, this is scary. I, uh, usually I'm down uh, scrubbing the poop deck. <laughs> so you think they're afraid just because they're in planes? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're they're like, I'm, be... a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm supposed to be on a ship. Yeah, so they're already Dancing scared. around with a mop. So anything they see up there, that's you know, they're like, oh, geez, I thought this was scary just being in a plane. Now yeah, what the hell is this Now there's thing? a thing over there. Yeah. There might be a, a, a an explanation, but there was a man of the sea mm. uh, when it should have been a man of the air. <laughs> right. Uh, you can hear one of the guys tell the other guys, uh, that there's a whole fleet of them that he sees. The camera doesn't show There's it. one thing uh, a, a naval uh, officer would know. It's, it's about fleets. It, probably why he used that terminology. Yeah. I thought you were going to imply that it's something to do with Fleet Week, which I think is the only thing you know about the Navy. Yeah, I mean, because I'm a, I'm a land lubber. <laughs> right. So I don't know. I don't venture out to the, the high seas. Well, you're certainly not going to want it now, now that there's uh, UFOs hanging out up there. Right. Uh, and then there's this other guy. Did you read the article? I did you are Did you really not <laughs> no, read it? No, I read it. I read it. But, but you mostly just watched the videos? I watched the video like a bunch of times. Uh, mm. And then uh, I I had to reread the article because there were things in there that I... I uh, they were too much for me to even fathom, I think, on the first read-through. Okay. Would you like to know what one of them is? Yeah. I'm sorry. I keep knocking you off uh, the topic here. Yeah. Yeah. Whose side are you on, Tim? Who's, uh, who do you report to that you don't want this information out there? Um, I don't report to anybody, Tom. I'm not a... Uh I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't understand what you're saying. I'm implying maybe you're in cahoots with the government. Like we don't want this out there. Like ah, we only got uh, one guy for the job. Should we go to the New York Times or the Complete Guide to Everything to get our mole in there? Oh, to like debunk everything. Debunk everything. Just yeah. You know. I've already debunked it. Twenty-two million dollars is nothing. Well, I'm telling you, they want more, and that was. Um, yeah, who doesn't want more money? That's true. Not, right, that I doesn't just, mean there's aliens. Uh, yes, you got me there. Well, you have to look at the video. But then, uh, listen to this. Uh, they, all right, that's what the money. The funding went to Mr. Bigelow's company, Bigelow Aerospace, which. Oh, they're paying off Bigelow. Yeah. It's a backdoor Bigelow deal. Which hired subcontractors and solicited research for the program. Listen to this part. This part's crazy. Wait, who's Bigelow? Why are you talking about this Mr. Bigelow? <laughs> <laughs> I told you. <laughs> he hasn't been introduced in the story yet. Uh, I don't think they introduced Hector him. Hector Elizondo is the only guy so far. I don't think they introduced him in the article. I think they, you're supposed to go into this ar article knowing who Bigelow is. <laughs> okay, that seems about right. That's how news <laughs> articles work. <laughs> no, no, no. Here it is. Most of the money went to an aerospace research company run by a billionaire entrepreneur and longtime friend of Mr. Reed's. That's Harry, Harry Reed. Harry Reed, yeah. Who was the guy that like got this through uh, Congress. Yeah. Robert Bigelow, uh, who is currently working with NASA. Bob Bigelow? Bob Bigelow. Big Bob Bigelow. Bobby Biggs who is currently working with NASA to produce expandable craft for humans to use in space. Have you seen this? Have you heard yeah. about this? 
they have these uh it's basically like a pop-up tent that they uh they've already i don't think they're using it but they tested it on the international space station where you know you ever see the international space station the iss yeah yeah uh, you haven't been on it yeah been on it a few times no you haven't been on it i didn't think it was such a big deal but yeah i've been on it a lot so it's basically my just family travels a lot it's a bunch of interlocking parts just kind of like put together. <clears throat> yeah. And, you know, because <laughs> they can't fly the whole thing up there at once. They got to make a bunch of trips. And, you know, everyone, every couple of years, they're like, oh, let's put an expansion on. Maybe yeah, we'll a put deck. A, a deck or guest room. Sunroom. A yeah. Sauna. Uh, Ooh. I think they recently put a sauna in the ISS. Uh, but it's very expensive to get stuff to space. As I've explained to you multiple times when you suggest we send all of our garbage to space. Yeah, just the worst stuff, though. <laughs> what do you mean the worst stuff? Like the smelliest? Yeah. <laughs> Banana peels and whatnot. <laughs> Banana peels are the last thing you want to send into space. Why? They'll, they'll decompose in no time. Just leave them out. I mean, don't leave them out. You'll There's kill people, somebody. Yeah, people slip on them. Yeah. Uh, people are killed by uh, banana peel slips every year. Uh, and if we could just send all those banana peels to space, imagine. Yeah. Imagine the lives saved. The American li- Oh, oh, you just don't want to save American lives, Tom? Very brave. You know Very brave of you. You know what's weird to me about bananas? <laughs> I feel like for freaking 20 years they've been telling us that there aren't going to be any more bananas. Yeah. Right? What's that? What's what's their angle there? What's I think that uh Chiquita's uh behind all this. I mean, they are behind all of it. That that's like the only people that make bananas. Yeah, and they're like, oh, you better eat your bananas quick. <laughs> eat all the bananas you can because they're yeah, not going to be around. Right. And people are um, like, I kind of like bananas. Nobody loves bananas. The most anybody... Uh, monkeys love bananas. Yeah, but like monkeys don't buy bananas, Tom. <laughs> That's true. Sometimes monkeys go bananas. Sometimes monkeys do go bananas. Sometimes people give monkeys bananas uh, if yeah. they you know, want to be nice. Yeah. I'd love to give a banana to a monkey. I bet uh, he'd no. really appreciate uh, it. He'd probably be really appreciative. But, like, monkeys are gross, man. <laughs> monkeys are cute. They'd smash that banana all over their no, face. No, they'd and smash you, maybe. You know, rip your face off. You'd see all the, the poop in their fur. <laughs> anyway. Uh, It'd be a bad experience. <laughs> you know all the bananas? They're all the same. They're all clones. What? All bananas are uh-huh. clones of the same banana the hell does that even mean all bananas are clones of the same banana they're the same banana a banana you're eating today you go to the store after this you're mr i'm so hungry <coughs> and you buy a banana i'll tell you one thing i'm not gonna be eating a banana <laughs> you buy a banana uh it's banana the same, bon me maybe the same type of i don't think they have banana bond me i'll make it myself <laughs> how are you gonna make it yourself i'll get some bread and a goddamn banana tell well, that's just a banana sandwich no, I'll put the right uh, uh, stuff on it. <laughs> okay. Uh, what was that? Oh, yeah. Banana, they're the same. Anyway, that's bananas. How is that different from anything else? Because everything else, like two of the fruits uh, do it, and then they make an offspring. What? Fruit have sex, or the, 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 the plants do, the flowers, they do. The bees, you know, the birds and the bees. I don't think you should be explaining this to the, me, Tom. The On bees. Christmas of all days. <laughs> In this case, the bees, they take the pollen 
from one plant to another, and that fertilizes the plant <coughs> in a way, making love, and then a new plant's born. We don't do that with bananas. They, they can't do it, I think. I don't think bananas can do it, so we have to clone them. And it's not like putting them in a cloning machine, Tim. I know that's what you're thinking. It's just you, you, you chop the branch off of one, and then you stick that in the ground. So it's the same plant. It might not be the same banana, but it's the same plant for sure. Yeah, so I don't think we're running out of them anytime soon. No. Uh, I mean, there's supposed to be some disease that wipes out the Cavendish. That's the banana we all like. Yeah. In the 50s, they did a different banana that isn't around anymore. Okay. You believe that? Hey, yeah. you believe that so easily, but you don't believe, uh, you know, something the Pentagon's telling you. I just don't think it's an it's it's any more of an imminent threat than it was six weeks ago when none of us knew about this. Oh, I knew about it. Maybe uh, sheeple like you didn't know about it, but I knew. I'm quite a sh- person. <laughs> Sheeple. Um, so this guy. Uh, oh. The you, you, so his idea was basically instead of sending up you know a big bulky his bad Bob Bigelow bad Bob Bigelow instead of sending up like a big bulky you know uh, old VW bus to attach to the ISS, which they've been doing a lot, mm-hmm. and that's very expensive. Uh, why don't we basically make like a space tent and we'll send that up and that's very light. Uh, and we can just do that. So yeah, it, we can make it out of banana peels. <laughs> no, that'd be horrible. Banana peels aren't aren't airtight. Mm. They are once when the banana's in there. Yeah, <laughs> but you got you got to take the banana out if you're gonna. You yeah, know, but you make a small hole. You, Tim, uh, even a small hole can be deadly in space. Mm. You gotta you gotta keep the, everything. You know that that kind that kind of. Uh, that gets thrown around a lot. What? Like, oh, yeah, everything needs to be 100% airtight. <laughs> That's not really no, true. Take it from someone who's spent who's considerable space. time on you the You can crack ISS. the window open. It's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so this thing's like a... It, it's First time I went, uh, <laughs> my family, we're going to vac- vacation at the ISS. And I was uh, like, no way, Mom and Dad. In-school suspension? Count me out. For over 80 years, Fram has been a leader in automotive filtration because that's the only thing they do, baby. Filters. Want to protect your well-oiled machine or breathe easier when driving? Fram has the right filter for every kind of driver. Fram oil filters are American-made, tough, and feature SureGrip technology. No-slip grip for easy install and remove, even with an oily hand or glove. Fram cabin air filters filter out contaminants like exhaust fumes, allergens, and pollution. That's all the kind of stuff you don't want. And with the power of Arm & Hammer baking soda, you can breathe easy with an odorless interior. Arm & Hammer baking soda, the best stuff. I didn't know that they had cabin air filters with that stuff. I'm going to get one of these cabin air filters now. Honestly, I didn't know cabin air filters was a thing, and I probably should have. Now I'm going to get one. And look, well, well, now that now that we know that baking soda is a part of it. Yeah. Well, and look, no matter how you drive, Fram has the right filter for you. Head over to Fram.com. That's F-R-A-M.com and find your perfect filter today. And thanks to Fram for sponsoring the Complete Guide to Everything. 
This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by Saqqara. You want to feel better about what you eat, but sometimes it's hard to prepare healthy meals that also taste good. With sure Saqqara, as heck is. Yeah, Tom, you, you know it. With Saqqara, you can reach your health goals without sacrificing taste. Saqqara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. And along with delicious meals, Saqqara also has daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas to support your nu- nutrition. Tom, mm-hmm. to boost results, try the best-selling Metabolism Super Powder. It's an all-natural remedy for bloating, weight gain, and fatigue. Tom, no, I, I tried could, some of I this. I could use that. Yeah, we ate some of this fo- Saqqara food. Mm-hmm. Very fresh. Very fresh and filling and delicious. And right now, Saqqara is offering our listeners... 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash guide or enter code guide at checkout. That's Sakara S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash guide to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash guide. So on the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me twelve drummers drumming, eleven pipers piping, ten lords a leaping, nine ladies dancing, eight maids a milking, seven swans a swimming, six geese a laying, five gold rings. Four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. Yeah. So the guy, uh, Bigelow. Big Bob Bigelow. You got to, you would send up these tents. It was very lightweight. And then once you get into space, uh, you blow them up, and you got an expansion to the ISS, and it works. You would think a like a you know an inflatable thing. That sounds crazy. Nobody wants to go into space in an inflatable thing, but apparently it works fine. Hmm. But Big Bob Bigelow was on. Six Th- he's got like a that's his side hustle. What the the space inflatable? Space is, I think it's his main hustle. So what's he really? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead here. <laughs> on CBS's 60 Minutes in May. Mr. Bigelow said he was, quote, absolutely convinced that aliens exist and that UFOs have visited Earth, which got some press at the time because it's like, oh, this guy, like he's, I don't think he's been to space, but, you know, he sent things to space. You know, I'm, uh, that's suspicious. What do you mean? A guy who likes space so much <laughs> but won't go up there. Well, because I think he knows what's up there. Um, but then listen to this. This is a crazy thing to me, and this is like almost at the bottom of the article, and it's not mentioned before or after. Under Mr. Bigelow's direction, the company... Oh, so he got the money from this program. Under Mr. Bigelow's direction, the company modified buildings in Las Vegas for the storage of metal alloys and other materials that Mr. Elizondo and program contractors said they had recovered from unidentified aerial phenomena. 
Researchers also studied people who said they had experienced physical effects from encounters with the objects and examined them for any physiological changes. In addition, researchers spoke to military service members who had reported sightings of strange aircraft. Okay, so let's let's unpack this. Yeah. There are alloys. Yeah. That we don't know what they are. Yeah. And they're affecting people? Yeah, and if people get near them, they get sick. Do they get sick or do they That's get That's kind of what it sounded like. I mean, it could be either. But the, If the, it's powers, Tom, here's what here's what, here's my idea. We go near this thing and touch it. <laughs> <laughs> we get the powers. What do you think about that plan? <laughs> I mean, it's not bad. Yeah, um, but if it's uh, if it makes people sick, yeah, then you touch it first. Stay away from Vegas, is what I say. Yeah, um, but that's crazy because, like, <clears throat> presumably, and I haven't heard more. There was like a little bit in the the New York Times podcast about this. Like, they talk with the reporter that did this, but I want to hear Tom, like Tom, Tom, what plug other podcasts on on my show. Please. That's why I didn't say the name okay. of it. Um. I want to hear, like, okay, the New York Times is reporting that. That says that they have, like, some uh, affirmation of that. Like, there's some evidence that they, that this reporter saw. Of the alloys? uh, Of just even the fact that they built, uh, like, a special storage place for them that they had to modify to, you know, handle these alloys. But that's like a cra- that's a thing that hasn't come out before right. this really like there have been rumors about like oh we recovered stuff from Roswell blah blah blah. They're not saying where this stuff was recovered from. No, uh, yeah, it recovered from unidentified aerial phenomena. So there it could be a crash or it could be like something flew over and you know the, the they caught it in a big net. No, like uh, the tailpipe fell off or mm. something. The muffler fell out, and then, mm. you know, we found it, and we were like, <laughs> it made us throw or up. it made us shoot lasers out of our eyes. Or it made us shoot lasers out of our eyes. Mm. But the the fact that they they modified the buildings for these metal alloys. We didn't know they had metal alloys. I mean, they modify buildings for a lot of things, Tom. Not Sometimes just to store metal. Sometimes they put in another uh, door, like a garage door. No, I think this is more extensive than that. Maybe they built a deck. Or a sunroom or a sauna in there. Tim, I think you have uh, uh, a skewed understanding of uh, what building an attachment on the ISS and uh, modifying a storage building entails. It does not entail just simply putting a deck on there. Although that's not a bad idea, Like at least at first. like, Well, you know what? Don't take that stuff inside. Keep it out on the deck Yeah. in case it makes everybody sick. Yeah, dry it off on the deck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, pr- you it, might, it might have been wet when they got it. It might have been wet. It might have you know, fallen like, off in the water. All sorts of water in the warehouse. Um, oh, well, and it's funny that you mentioned, uh, did you mention a garage door opener? Yeah, I mentioned a garage door. Yeah, that's weird, Tim. May, you sure you haven't read this article? Um, Tom, I don't know why I would ever read an article. Because the next... When I the, can have you explain <laughs> it to the me. The very next line... <coughs> Is we're sort of in the position of what would happen if you gave Leonardo da Vinci a garage door opener, said Harold E. Putoff, an engineer. Who are these people? Put an off. engineer who has conducted research on extrasensory perception for the CIA and later worked as a contractor for the program. 
First Wait, of all, on. hold on. No, can I just tell you what uh, Leonardo uh, da Vinci would have done with the garage door opener? Installed in his garage. He would have he would have pressed the button and saw that the door opened, and he'd be like, "Oh, I see. When I press the button, the door opens." Right, but he, but the next. But line, they're not doing anything with these alloys. But listen to what this guy's saying. He's saying, first of all, he'd try to figure out what is this plastic stuff. He wouldn't even know anything about the electromagnetic signals involved or its function. Yeah, he doesn't get the the button too. He just gets the garage door opener. Wait, what do you mean, Leonardo da Vinci? Yeah, the the garage door opener is the button. Oh yeah, so he's just getting the button, but he doesn't know what it does. Is he doesn't yeah. have a garage? Oh, I see. So oh, he's okay. like, what the hell? Like he'd be more interested in the plastic. He'd be like, what is this material? Yeah. And maybe he'd press the button, but he'd be like, oh, I guess that doesn't do anything. <laughs> Meanwhile, across town, somebody's garage yeah. door's going up like, and down. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Who has this? <laughs> uh, but that's basically what they're saying about this alloy. Like this could be a part of something that we don't really understand. Yeah. And we're like, boy, look at this wacky metal. It's like, well, that wacky metal, if you make a helmet out of it, you can, uh, you know, travel through time or something. Yeah. Well, maybe we should make a helmet out of it. Well, first we got to get our hands on it. And, you know, yeah. I, this guy go around Vegas looking for specially modified buildings. Mm. Uh, I don't know what they even th- thought to modify it. You know, what? what That's what I'm saying. But extra they insulation. Just built a deck on it. They probably just built a deck. Um, but, yeah, that's, I mean,. That's the basic. It's a big article, and you've warned me multiple times about just reading from the article. Yeah, but you did that a few times. Oh, I did a few times. I'd like to read the whole article. Save okay. Pe- save people a few bucks on buying the Sunday paper. So for the uh, TLDR crowd. How come there isn't a place where you can buy old newspapers? Like mm. a, a stand called Yesterday's News. You can um, buy Yesterday's Newspapers at a you, discount. Because I'll tell you what. Why? Um, if they don't sell yesterday's newspapers, you yeah. know what they do? What? They send them back to the newspaper plant and the... the oh, and they, they sell they it in the company store. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So if I go to like the New York Times company store, they have all the old newspapers. Yeah. Probably just all piled up. Exactly. And they're probably No, like each one is in uh, in a plastic sleeve. Oh, yeah. But you, you can still pile those up. Yeah. Oh, like a record collection. Yeah, they're in like uh, boxes. Or, like, That'd the be comic nice. I would, I would be interested in that. <coughs> Especially if they're at a discount. If I could save money by not having to buy today's paper all the time, but still have something nice to read, mm-hmm. I can, I can, I can set you up with uh, something like that. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate <laughs> that. Uh, so, what is your take on all this? Do you think it's uh, baloney? All right, let me uh, let's let's summarize. This here. guy resigned, by the way. This like uh, whistleblower, Hector like, Elizondo. Uh, Luis Elizondo. Right. Uh, he, but he led the the whole thing until October, and now he's out there. I mean, this guy's got to watch his he back led big what? time. He led the the inquiry into UFOs, and they asked him, like you know, because uh, he showed some of this stuff to the reporter. Of course, and I think some of it was shown off the record, but then she was like, "Oh, is this like?" Only like a small portion of what you have, and he was like, "Oh yeah, like the and he's like, there's other stuff that you know makes this look like nothing." Like okay, so the bombshells in this article was mm-hmm. that uh, some Navy men found themselves in an airplane, yeah, were freaking out, mm-hmm. and they saw the a rep- fleet of lights that were acting strangely. 
uh, not lights, like crafts. Right, but they're not sure what they are. No, but they travel way too fast to be planes, and they can like stop on a dime and change directions. Uh, and there definitely seems to be some intelligence driving. It's not right. you know a natural phenomena <coughs> or anything like that. Okay, number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a twenty-two million dollar uh, program in the Pentagon that we did not know about. Right, it's uh, black that's budget. AA tip. Yeah, AA tip. Um, and number three, there are alloys that do something yeah. somehow that are somewhere in Vegas. Somewhere in Vegas, not just somewhere in a specially modified building, but in a private company. That's like crazy to me that it's not, you know. It's not like, ah, it's Area 51. It's like, no, it's some contractor. I mean, do you think bad Bobby Bigelow is just kind of like, hey, yeah, government, we found this weird metal. We're going to need some more money. Yeah. Well, he's probably like, it's making all my boys sick. Bobby Bigelow is not an idiot. Um, He knows how to. He's a billionaire, for Christ's sakes. Yeah. He's he's not uh he's not just. He made like, space tents. Yeah, exactly. He knows how to bilk the government out of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so that's what you think that it's just him <laughs> trying to bilk the government? I think How I is say that show work? us the alloys. I'd love to see him. Why? Why? Maybe not? this is leading to it. Maybe. Why wouldn't like honestly? Mm-hmm. It, like, I mean, uh, have anybody do it? Anybody who wants to do it, uh-huh. you know, the highest level of government, and and you you come out and you're like, hey, nobody can have this. Yeah. But let me be clear. But we'll show it to you. Yeah. We'll show you. We'll, but like we'll put nobody, it up on YouTube. Nobody, look, if you think you're going to leave here with some <laughs> of this alloy. You got another thing coming. Yeah, yeah let, let's get this out of the way. You're wrong. It's mm-hmm. not going to happen. This is ours. We found it. Uh, Bobby Bigelow's keeping track of it. Yeah. Talk to him. Maybe you could work something out with him, but I hope he's not doing that. I don't know. If, an agreement. I don't know if they look weird. They might not look weird. It might just look like metal. And, you know, if they show it on video, they might just have to be like, all right, now we're going to have a guy go next to it and, and become very ill. Yeah. That's I mean, fine. I'd still like but to But also, see that. how do you know that guy wasn't ill in the first place? You send another guy after him. Mm. And you have to be like, these yeah, two guys the don't work together. Two sick guys. <laughs> yeah. You just keep going. Until everybody's convinced, you have a hundred, you know, yeah. people just throwing up around yeah. a piece of metal. If you were a uh, reporter, mm-hmm. in a way, I am. Yeah, and you went, and they're like, "We'll show you the alloys." Yeah, um, and you're like, "How do I know they're not just regular metal?" Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Go up to them; you'll get real sick." Yeah, would you do that? To oh, hundred percent. Yeah, what if I would like, maybe be like, "Am I? Is it gonna make me like real sick forever?" <laughs> I always ask if things are going to make me real sick forever before I do anything. <laughs> right. Like, hey, you want to you wanna take a dip in the pool, Tim? <laughs> make me very sick forever? Yeah. Uh, nah, need, it's just a pool. No, need, yeah, I'm in. We need to take a new picture for your driver's license. Well, it's going to make me very sick forever. <laughs> no, nah, it's just a camera. We'll take a picture. Oh, okay. All right. yeah. Well, okay, yeah, okay. sure. I'm uh, in. I like it. Well, I don't see anything it. wrong yeah. with that then. Yeah. So it all seems on the up and up. Uh, I would very happily, though, like uh, risk my health to like. Uh, I guess they could just like be like, yeah, that's the alloy. And then when I go next to it, they're like, psych, it was plutonium. <laughs> and now now it's, you know, you're still going to be very sick. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I don't know what to make. How did they get the, the video from uh, the aeroplanes? Um, I think it was a freedom of information 
request. So they have it to says comply by, with a FOIA request for UFOs. We should for start, certain uh, ones. We should start uh, submitting a bunch of FOIA requests. Tim, there's organizations that do that all the time. And they're yeah, so why did these... Uh, why now, Tom? Do you have that answer for me? Uh, basically, the way this article came about was the uh, the reporter that broke the story, she's a... Like, the Pentagon's her beat. And she had a guy come to her that was like, hey, uh, you're like a Pentagon reporter. I got some shit to show you. And she was... You did know, he say the S word like that? Like, I hope not. Uh, it's very unprofessional. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if she walked right then and there if he did. Um, But he, she met with him and she said he was like super paranoid, like looking over his back the whole time. No, he sat with his uh, back to a wall so nobody could sneak up behind him. Yeah, I mean, I do that anyway. (laughs) Um, I hate getting startled. My God, these, (laughs) like... These people that uh, videotape them startling <laughs> their friends. Why are you doing this? Come on. Nobody no, likes Tom, it. Tom, you better never do that. You better never start with these YouTube startling channels and start. Tom, them. I swear to God, you startle me. If you if you really try to startle me bad, that's it. We're done. We're not I've friends I've startled anymore. you by accident a yeah, few that's times. Fine. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm very easily startled. But like, you get so startled that it startled me back. Like yeah. there have been times I can't remember an example, but like where I've like walked into a room and been like, uh, "Hey, Tim," and you've been like, Whoa! and it'll make me go, "Whoa!" Yeah, one time and I that was, goes back and forth for a good twenty minutes before it stops. Yeah, I was in a store recently with you, Tom, and I was <laughs> startled by a mannequin three. Well, it was the same mannequin twice, and then another mannequin one time. So like it was three scares, two mannequins. In fairness to you, you are also under the impression that mackets can come to life under certain circumstances. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Um, so that's that's part of it. Right. Yeah, I'm startled, and then I remain scared. <laughs> right, until, until yeah. you've removed yourself from the yeah. situation. I think mannequins, they should just get rid of them. How will we know what sh- uh, clothes look like? They should just have people... I mean, you know what a what a shirt looks like. Not on. You're something. never like, oh, that's a shirt. Hmm. I wonder how that's supposed to be worn on your body. It's not instructional. Sometimes you don't know. Well, Sometimes I don't look like these, shirt, these mannequins. Sometimes you see a shirt on a hanger, and you're like, uh, like oh, I don't know if that shirt's long sleeve or short sleeve. What? <laughs> What? You look at the sleeve. If it's long, it's yeah, long Yeah, but then sleeve. you got to take it out. and that's, you see it on a Mac, you know right away. That's a minimum due diligence when you're buying a shirt. Well, what if I'm going Pick through it up hundreds and look of at it. shirts? When are you buying hundreds of shirts? No, I'm going through hundreds of shirts looking yeah, for the right you, one. Yeah, you flip through the rack. Uh, I like to see it on a mannequin. Are there hundreds of mannequins where you're going all no, modeling the shirts? No, I guess not. I wish. Now that's I tried the to buy future a... of mannequins, Tom. We should sit on this idea. Let's, uh, Marika, mark this. We're cutting <laughs> this part out uh, because we need a mannequin company where uh, they're cycling through hundreds of outfits. Just hundreds of mannequins? No, it's the one mannequin. Okay, and, and then it's, what? It's new mannequin technology yeah, that allows dress... it to display. Uh, uh, How would that work? Uh, that's alloys. Gotta, yeah. 
Yeah, once we oh, get our these alloys, that would probably if you have once like we a, get our hands on these alloys, we'll make mannequins out of them and we'll <laughs> fucking retire. Yeah, if you could, if you could like have a mannequin made out of the alloy that like uh, I don't know puts its arms up so it's easier to take a shirt off and put a new one on. That would be a big deal. Oh, if these alloys uh, cause the things that you make out of them to come to life, I think I'm. <laughs> I think that's scarier oh, than man, an alien wonder, invasion to me. They're saying, you know, this article, they're saying people get sick, but they made no mention of whether or not they put any mannequins near it to see what happens. Oh, man. That's pretty exciting to think about. <laughs> oh, it's exciting? I would think you'd be terrified. I'm terrified, but like, you know. But the business opportunities. You're terrified of aliens, but you're excited of uh, the uh, possibility. Knowing the truth. That, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. I recently tried to buy a pair of pants off a mannequin. What did he Not say? like, I wasn't <laughs> dying. <laughs> I, I need <laughs> these. <laughs> I was walking around. Talk the to depart- the salesman. I don't know. I just wear it. I was walking around the department store like Mr. Magoo, <laughs> talking to all the mannequins. Uh, no, they didn't have uh, my size pants. Uh, but the mannequin had them on. Yeah. And I was like, hey. And uh, they were like, yeah, it's a whole to-do. The alloys we have, the, the access yeah. to nowadays make well, it very difficult. Well, if they took it off, they'd have to cover up the wiener if there were kids around. <laughs> I don't think it was a mannequin with a, with a wiener. Why not? <laughs> Why not? You want to see how the pants uh, sit. <laughs> no, not really. I can imagine that part. What? The mannequins, they have like a bulge, but you don't need like an anatomically correct penis under there. <laughs> and why have mannequins at all? <laughs> if you're saying, I can't see how clothes look unless they're on a, a lifelike body, but not too lifelike, that'd be weird. Maybe it's all weird. You ever think of no, that? Where's I the line? I kind of trust. Are they supposed to have uh, Why it was like, oh, well, it doesn't need to have a, 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 a like, abdominals, like... Right. I know what that is. Like it should only be I know arms. what I know what that is. I have abdominals. Yeah. They're and they're ten times more cut than this yeah, they're tight. mannequins. Yeah. Yeah. They're but, phenomenal. But what <laughs> did you think? Get that? them all greased up. Um yeah. Uh, you know what? There would be too much arguing about like how big the wiener on the mannequin should be. People would be like, That's you know, grotesquely big. That's but they'd be covered by small. pants, Tom. Not if you want to buy the pants off them. Yeah, I know. That's why they can't sell you the pants off a mannequin. <laughs> I mean, they're not selling pants off the mannequin anyway. Well, they should. Yeah. Some stores should think about this. What do they do? Just throw out the pants when they're done, when the mannequin's done with them? Imagine the alloys didn't make a mannequin come to life, but it made them grow genitals. <laughs> <laughs> but, like... Not like working, like it's 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 still just a very uh, it's it's an inanimate object, but it just it's would just it be made out of the same material as the mannequin, yeah. or, or would it be flesh flesh genitals? No, no, the, come on, you're being a pervert now. You're being perverted, Tom. Now, does the mannequin mannequin just has to be near the alloy, or if you put the alloy on the mannequin, it will like morph like the T one thousand into genitals? Yeah, I don't, I don't know how the alloys work, to be honest. That's what I'm telling you about, you know, yeah, Leonardo da Vinci and the and the garage door opener. Maybe yeah. that's what these alloys were for all along. Maybe they fell off a mannequin on the spaceship. Uh, you think that's what they're doing on the ISS? No, not that. No, the alien, the alien spaceships, Tim. Uh, 
I also don't think like uh yeah, he's not the smartest guy, but Leonardo DiCaprio could figure <laughs> out how to work out a uh, garage door opener. Not Leonardo DiCaprio, Tim Leonardo da Vinci. It's a different guy. For the millionth time. Ah, uh, boy. If you like the show, you can find out more by going to tcgt.com. You can be our Facebook friend, facebook.com slash complete guide. You can follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me on those things at your pal, Tim. And you can support the show by checking out tcgt.com slash Amazon for your Amazon shopping and tcgt.com slash pledge for your pledging to our Patreon where you can get fun bonus stuff. Inquire within. Is that all the things? I think that's all the things. We filmed a thing before, Tom. Yeah. I don't want to get too much into it. But it was uh, an alien. It was a UFO. No, and I had to get all wet for it. <laughs> Somebody that's dumped water on me at some point. Okay, well, that's a better way that's to put it. That's a better it. way to put I mean, for like, yeah, if there were any perverts out there. The You're the one talking about uh, putting genitals on a mannequin. Not me, the alloys, Tom. Yeah, but you're... you're uh, the whole time you had your hands together like a prayer that you were hoping that, that this was true. That's true. I'm, I'm often praying for things that, uh, <laughs> yeah, really. Just the listener at home, they can't. Stuff, yeah. They can't see it. They can't see uh, that you started. God. you started praying that this were the case. Please, Lord, uh, and make these alloys work the way uh, I wish them to. I'll tell you what I would uh, pray for. What's that? Uh, cartoon animals to come to life. Again, you don't know what scares you and what doesn't. <laughs> you would be... You talk about... You think I startle you occasionally? A cartoon animal coming to life would startle... Well, it depends on the freaking uh, specific character, Tom. I what? want Foghorn Leghorn screaming in my <laughs> face, of course. What what kind of cartoon animal do you want to Pluto. come to life? Pluto? Yeah. Just a big goofy dog. Just get a a regular dog, Tim. There are plenty of dogs looking for adoption. You don't need to be creating, giving life to cartoon dogs. Yeah, but you wouldn't have to pick up his poop. You don't know that. They don't show it in the cartoons, but... You think Mickey's really, uh... Oh, another big load, huh, Pluto? Oh, I... Goofy, you can't have dinner tonight because I had to go home and walk Pluto and pick up his shit, so sorry. I'm, uh... I'm on a real uh, time crunch here. <laughs> so in this scenario, you're goofy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. That checks out. Goofy's cooler than Mickey. I'll tell you that much. Goofy is not cooler than Mickey. What are you kidding me? Goofy's always, you know, goofing things up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Mickey Mouse oh. boring as shit. Nah, he's cool. Mm. Hey, Tom. Mm-hmm. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. And Merry Christmas to you. The listener? I turn to the listener. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, guess what? You made it. It's time to open those presents from the Oh, boy, oh, boy. From the Little Saint Nick. Yeah. Uh, Let's uh, have the Beach Boys play us out, baby. Little Saint Nick from 1966's Beach Boys Christmas Together. Two, three, four. It's the little Saint Nick, little Saint Nick. Ow. It's the little Saint Nick, little Ow. Saint Nick. He's coming down your chimney. He's Merry bringing Christmas, you the presents, baby. baby.
see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.